and she's back. I actually have a lot of positive dating experience and some funny dick stories to share with you. Uh, but here I am because I'm, I have a low-key stalker at the moment. It's just crossed over into the territory where I'm like, you show up here, I'll call the cops, and also I have a gun and I will shoot you. Uh, but I had to get on here, even though I'm supposed to be resting for the next work shift that I have coming up later today, but, um, I am just so fucking irritated that I even have to do any of that. And I just, I actually, and see, here's why this is a problem. Guys, or people having dicks, is that because of your fucking weird ass behavior about it, you put us in the position of having thoughts like the one I just had where I thought, God, I should just let him show me his fucking dick already so that maybe he'll just leave me alone because he'll get it out of his system. Do you know how many guys have been slept with or made out with or given a hand job or blow job or whatever because you were just so fucking annoying and we were so worn down from dealing with your weird toxic bullshit that it was like, ugh, fine, whatever. And, ew. You should all be ashamed of yourselves, really, any of you who do this behavior. And I feel sorry for you that you believe that that's all you're worth. That that is the measure of your worth. This piece of flesh that hangs between your legs. And occasionally feels good. Uh, just. Somebody explain to me why. Maybe that's what I should do. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you. On my podcast. Mr. Stalker Pants. Sending me rando. We were not even talking on here. 2 a.m. Marco Polo's and uh, video call requests in the middle of the damn night. I That's the thing that I never understand. It's like, do you know what time it is? Do you think, do you think if you catch me off guard and sleeping, like if I'm sleeping, that maybe I'll, you know, be uh, more susceptible or more more willing uh, than I am when I'm awake. Ugh. The other thought I had was that, you know, maybe in order to attract the nice ones and meet the nice ones, like, this is the price we pay. Why should we have to pay a price? There's no reason. There's no reason that anyone should be treated this way. Just so fucking weird.
And so now I'm like, ugh. I hope he just leaves me alone. Because I don't want to go through the whole process of getting a restraining order and making this a thing. I just want him to leave me alone. And we, 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 that's the thing that's so weird about it and why it makes me angry, disturbed, brings up all these really great, uh, ingrained misogyny things within myself that I need to heal and release is that I know, uh, We have literally no, like I've done nothing. I hired a landscaper. That's all I did. And then he decided that we had a thing or a connection, which other than opening the gate for him, paying him on Venmo and telling him, yes, please pull the weeds or rake the leaves or whatever the hell. Uh, we have literally no relationship of any kind this is all something that he has created for himself and has been consistently weird about it the whole fucking time maybe i should just tell the whole story i don't know if i did that on an earlier episode on here but it's really really shows the seemingly weird effect that I seem to, with my energy, have on men. It's so bizarre to me, too. Like, it's not that I don't appreciate myself and think I'm beautiful and all of that, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I get stalked, like, like movie stars, celebrity, like I get those kind of obsessed people. Why do I inspire obsession? I'm not a, a supermodel. I'm not. I'm just not. And if anything, I'm a little uh, neurodivergent when it comes to understanding all this courting and dating and mating rituals and hooking up and all the bullshit. So I know I am not, you know, walking through the world intentionally being like the classic uh, stereotype of, you know, Jessica Rabbit. I can't help it. I'm just drawn that way. If anything, I'm more like um, an annoyed Mary Poppins who just wants you to stop asking me questions because I already have five million things in my head and way too much to fucking do. That's something we should normalize. Semi-silent first dates. Like just being able to go have the pressure off to be making conversation or to be witty, or to make each other laugh, or whatever. Just going and being in each other's presence without having to fill every space 
with words. Because you learn so much more about how you're going to enjoy being around someone a lot. If you both just shut the fuck up. And allow some space in there to feel what it's like to be near each other. Sometimes it feels like being on a job interview. And, you know, and it's not just them. It's me too. Like, what's what we're both doing? That's how this works. We go on a first date. We ask each other all the important questions or whatever. Try to get to know each other a little bit. Maybe uh, smooch to see if there's any physical chemistry there. Which can develop later, but... Sorry to say this, guys. If you really want to know what you should be showing women, it's your kisses. Because for a lot of women, like if that is not doing it, nothing else is going to do it much. I'm not sure what it is about that in particular, but it seems to be pretty common. And for men, too, that if there's no, like if, you know, if you feel like you're kissing a dying trout, um, they're probably not going to be any better when you have sex with them. Because then you'll just have that trout mouth down there, you know, going down on you. And you're like, oh, God, could you just, could you lock on? <laughs> could, you, could you lock on? <sighs> Mr. Trouty Boy. Uh, so... God, I hope when somebody listens to all this shit, they think it's funny. I'm not sure if it's ever going to get moved up to the actual platform. I think I might be in some purgatory for too much dick. But there's other dick podcasts. Anyway, let's meet the other dick podcasts. Get what you want. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, kissing is important. But it would be so nice if we could give each other permission in this ridiculously fast-paced world to just take a pause in between topics or questions and just kind of, I don't know, look in each other's eyes, maybe hold hands across the table to see what each other feels like. Um, we'd probably learn a lot more about each other in those silences than we did in all the chatter. Which is probably part of the reason why, other than basic hormonal, instinctual behavior, uh, makes men just want to get down to it. I do get it, but what they don't understand a lot of times is that it is the intellectual connection for a lot of people and the emotional connection and I think that gets mislabeled because it's not that you want everybody to be in love with you or that you need to be in love with them but there for a lot of people there has to be some kind of feeling or of connection or there and or there needs to be mental intellectual stimulation in the form of conversation or uh, texting or um, 
you know, it can be smaller things like saying, you know, I read this book once, blah, 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 and then that starts off a conversation. Um, those sorts of things are what makes a lot of us want to see your dick. That gets us to want to see your dick. So maybe instead of awkwardly and fucking weirdly chasing after us and making us have thoughts like, ugh, I should just let him show me his dick already so then maybe he'll go away. Um, maybe stimulate our brain first. Or touch our heart in some way. I had a man say something to me recently and I burst into tears because it was one of those things that you're like, oh my God, men like this actually do exist, not just in movies. Um, he wants to take a bath with me and wash my hair. And I could tell that he sincerely means it. It's not just some weird thing he's saying to try to impress me. Um... But that just seems so lovely and intimate. And you better believe that's going to lead to something. Um, so you're just putting your efforts in the wrong areas, dudes. The saga of the landscaper. I'm going to pause and go look back at something to see if I... Eh, fuck it. Okay, so... <clears throat> randomly out of the blue one day I think it may have even been during the day but it could have been at night my landscaper that other than you know what I said earlier all business I had no reason to think there was any sort of a connection or any of that and he, so when he called me and he starts talking to me like, we have a connection, I was so confused. And then I think he took my confusion as me playing dumb or, I don't know, he took it in a way that I don't think was meant, I meant it, I was just legitimately just shocked. Uh, I, cause I had no idea. I mean, I don't know. Try to think of the last person you think would have the hots for you and then imagine them randomly booty calling you. Uh, so that exchange happened a little bit and I was like, look, I, I'm sorry if I did anything to give you the wrong idea, but I, Feel like I've been nothing but professional and I really just would like you to uh, be my landscaper and if you don't you know stop this then I'll have to fire you and find somebody else uh, so then there were like a couple of it would be like every four to six weeks and then there would be periods of time after every weird contact that he would just like not show up to mow the lawn. So I think by, I don't know, mid-June maybe or July, 
I had fired him. Not in a mean way. I was just like, well, you're not showing up. So I'm mowing my own lawn. And uh, so he would just, and, and then he, like one time he called me from some other number. It's always like new numbers, which is a big red flag when people do that. Uh, but he called me really high on edibles. That was the last time I heard from him before the most recent contact. Um, and I'm not going to tell somebody that like, sounds like they're really going through it. You know, I'll still, I, so I talked to him for a minute and then the next day I was like, Hey, uh, you okay today? And he's like, yeah. And then that was that. And I hadn't talked to him since then. So then just to randomly be like begging me to get on a video call saying you're going to come over. God, that just made me feel sick. The idea, cause it's when somebody says that it's threatening, it's not romantic. It's not. Uh, a grand gesture. It's just fucking creepy and threatening. Yeah, so here we are. Me thinking, I hope he just stops. I think that's enough for now. Although I do have to tell you, this is a funny one. I don't remember if this was happening yet when I was on here the last time, but I have had a tremendous number of dudes say, bummer, sorry, uh, when I'm like, yeah, gotta be vaxxed because of my medical requirements. And they're like, okay. It's like, all right, you, you'll go back to whacking it to porn um, rather than get a basic vaccination so that you can get some. Cool. Good to know. Um, but they, more than one, like they, they're like, are you sure you don't want to see your mission? And this one guy, uh, just randomly sent me his, you know, blasted sitting on a couch dick. And I'm like, and so I just responded, is it vaxxed? I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> what it looks like, dude. I just give a shit whether your fucking snot cannon can kill me. Oi. That happy note. Put it away until it's time to play. Seriously, men. Use your words. Use your words, little boys. And keep your pee-pee in your pants. And only touch it in private, okay? Ugh.